Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Content MX Football Podcast, episode 342. A lot can happen in a week. We have Jornada 2 drama, results, Chivas, obviously, gossip. And as of late, there's an interesting story developing in terms of the Mexican national team and everybody associated with it getting fired. So let's waste no more time and welcome the cast tonight. Well, and Elbow, how we doing? Good, man. I'm, I'm really good. And lots of chisme tonight. <laughs> From FMF to uh, to Peruvians taking over your beloved Oh, coach. man. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Peruvian ceviche is good. So no complaints here, man. No complaints, man. <laughs> Saludos, gentlemen. Good, good to be on here with you guys again. Absolutely. I think uh I don't even know where to start, honestly. Like <laughs> who's getting fired? I, well, not the main dude, which would be John de Luisa, but his underling, which would be Gerardo Torrado. It says Toda Dirección Deportiva de la Selección Mexicana is getting canned. <laughs> Um, so kind of just to recap, like, let's talk about some failures, right? Uh, starting with the senior side, uh, failing to win a nation's league and a, and a gold cup final against the United States. And then also losing the world cup qualifying match to them. Um, then you talk about the under 20 who again, fell short of qualifying for their under 20 world cup. And also the double whammy getting eliminated from the Olympics. And then even the women's side struggling, and I think they also got eliminated from something or or just losing. So, how how do you guys feel about this cleaning house? Do you think you think things are going to change or is it going to just be the same? I would wait. I would wait till the to the World Cup, uh, which I, I guess they're just doing it to. You know, put up the fire or whatever criticism there's going on, because I'm I'm pretty sure they're not going to name anyone until after the World Cup, uh, especially for the men's side. I don't know about the women because I don't I don't follow much, um, if at all. But I know for the men's side, they typically they probably won't do it till like after the World Cup. And then they like you know they do the press conference and introduce the new the new Chalanes who's gonna like be in charge. Even though they're they're kind of just like the the faces, you know. Yeah. No, I hear you. I, th- I think it's cosmetic too, man. It's just all it's all for looks, man. It's 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 it's. I mean, there there really was no point in doing it at this point. When you're what months away from the World Cup, what are we? Three, four months away. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's all cosmetics. It's all to appease sponsors, fans, everybody to make it look like they're doing and doing something right. So, uh, at the end of the day, to me, this is just going to be a revolving door, and and yeah, and, you know, we'll get another group in who has the same goals that this group had, and this, that, and the other, and and. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, I think Dolisa is 
the one that holds like the more of the of the everyone that's getting tanned. Uh, obviously, he's not there, but I think he's he would be like the main the main dude that he might also get replaced, but they won't do it until after the World Cup, and then sometimes they um how do they say it? You failed upwards. Like they're saying they kind of do it in businesses. You fall upwards or you... Uh... Something like that where it's like you fucked up, you should have been fired, but then they still keep you They get promoted. Yeah, you just get promoted. And uh, you'll probably end up being something, uh, secretary so... of something. But, well, just really quick, guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know who I would like to see in charge? Uh, Orlegi, because... I want to see what he could do with, with Selección. He's, he's been killing it at the club level. Uh, I don't know if they would vote him in because they probably wouldn't want to give him too much power. Exactly, and that's the sad part because you do have someone that's managed to, you know, to be successful in a short period of time and kind of like he, he figured out a lot of things and how they work. Um, so just, I would, I would like to see what he could do with Selección, if, if he could, if he could, you know, some of his changes would work at that level. But, you know, from a financial standpoint, why would he even take this on? It feels like it's a suicide mission. Like, what is there to gain by raising your hand and saying, hey, like, let me take over? I don't think monetarily he'll have, do you think it's more for, like, Networking and power and influence. Yes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, these, these guys have an ego too, right, guys? I mean, right? why, yeah. why, why not take a, a spot where you could be the guy who thumps your chest and says, I put this together and we got to the fifth partido? <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It would, it would be like just massive. It would be just... Uh, Massive credit to that guy, and um, and then just to go along with the, his achievements of, of what he's managed to do. Um, yeah, so the big names, according to Marca, they're saying the big names that would be leaving is Gerardo Torrado, uh, Ignacio Hierro, and Javier Mir. I thought uh, also the coach. Who? Uh, Tata? Uh, the, under, the under 20. Coach oh, Luis Perez. Yep. Yep, I saw that too. Uh, Monica we, Vergara. Yep. And uh, I think with Luis Perez, and we had a talk with, uh, I think it was Ricardo, because there's, there's, a, there's a big uh, contingent of, of Liga Mex fans that are like, they don't like Mexican coaches because they feel that if you learn to coach in Mexico, it's outdated, and you know you're operating from an old manual. You got Windows ninety five, and <laughs> and the, and this guy Perez, he's he got formed in Europe. You know, he went over there. He took the Johan Cruyff course, whatever other course he needed to take. But he's and then he comes back, and and well, his first run it ended up being fail. But it's like. Sometimes you, you have to give a bit more, you know, like just because it went bad for one game. You know, if we, if we look at the tournament, 
it was basically one game where the team, because they reached that game with about like 19 goals, zero against, and they get scored on, and it's like they, they fell apart. They managed to tie it up, and then a lot of these players were just, they were just lacking, you know, some testosterone or something. They, they just, they cracked under pressure, and I would say missed, what, like five penalties? Um, and so it's kind of messed up to, you know, kind of get booted over that. Um, I know, I know the media has like thrown other stuff on top of him, like that he's the, it's his fault that Abreu went with Uruguay and, and uh, other, other stuff. But I mean, how come they weren't reporting that when it was happening? Right. And they sort of wait till the, till the team failed to like just pile on, you know, start, start kicking when someone's down. Um, but I would leave him again, man, just because, just to see, because, you know, give this dude a shot or, or send him to the 17s or or what have you. But I mean, if, if that's what people want, and even from the selection where it's like, we want this like European, you know, mindset, it, it, you know, it doesn't look good with the, the one guy you do get, you put him right away. Well, it, 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 it was like you said, Joel, you know, that, you know, you don't, you can't bury a guy till he's lying down. So that's why all those things came out then. Right. So, uh, but I, I think this goes back into a conversation that we had before, which was the, the whole, uh, it's a shorter, it's a shorter leash on, on the Mexican coaches. Right. Yeah. Um, they, you know, you know, granted you can go, go learn your trade in, in, in Mexico and, in Spain, England, wherever the hell you want to go, learn it, right? But you also need that. You you also need the time to uh, to, to to develop that, right? You you just yeah. don't get it on the first shot all the time, man. Not everybody not everybody has that type of luck. Really quick, so the irony is that the coach for Guatemala is Mexican, <laughs> and he was he was earning his stripes in. Guatemala. So, yeah. <laughs> the guy learning uh, coaching and, and doing all that stuff, he's doing it in Guate, and, and we have our, our, you know, our premium coach coming from the best coast in Europe and got his ass handed to him. Well, not, not you know, not really, but, but you know, and just losing it to him. And it's it kind of puts some things into perspective of what I, I've, I've said here before. The important thing is to, to to do it. Like if you're a player, to get that playing time. If you're a coach, to to coach teams, because uh, we'll praise like Lil, not Liliani, um, Larcamon from Puebla, because he he was in baseball country Venezuela. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the weakest of all South American. He goes from Argentina to Venezuela. That's that's no different than going from Mex to El Salvador, <laughs> and probably worse because. You can at least get paid in Bitcoin, and Venezuela's like, <laughs> like broke. They're like super broke, dude. They, you know, they probably wasn't getting paid. But see, more power to him. He didn't care. He he wanted to apply his craft, and he did. And now he's he's in a really good spot where he he gets paid good money, and and he's bearing some fruit. He is. He is. Yeah. His team continues to do good. I, I do think eventually he'll get a better team. 
Um, but but that's the, the my whole thing where it was been. Just because you're in a whatever league, no need to shoot. You know, for us to shoot that people, those coaches down. Uh, which is why I've been uh, pro pro Tena, keep keeping some tabs. So. Uh... Just to just to give people a little bit of perspective or analogy, imagine like joining a new company and you have this big, I don't know, event going that's going to happen in like three months. And today you find out that all the C-level execs are just getting fired and your manager has gone on record saying that he's going to return to Argentina and uh, his health and his family are, are taking priority at the moment so if you're a player if you if you're working for this company like how confident do you feel about executing like if you're a mexican national team player right now like things are are, are, are terrible and and we're we have a world cup coming up it's just like is this dead on arrival like is mexico even gonna get out of the group like how how bad is this right now well, this is one of the one of those times where where you do kind of second guess that, right? Do they actually get out of out of the group stage, right? And so, especially with the fact that we just cannot score, man. Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Are you talking about Mexico? Or are you talking about Chivas? Oh, Chivas! Go, oh, good lord, man! Don't even. We can't score there either, man. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it, it, right now our, our our strikers are just flat out garbage, man. Is there a correlation? Is this a coincidence? Yeah, no, no. Not, not coincidence. No. But is there a correlation between, let's say, your the the team in Mexico with the most Mexicans that fields the most Mexicans struggling to have a striker and scoring goals, and also on the national team level also having that issue? Is is there a correlation there? Yes, I posted a while back on the chat, and it was. Uh, Tabla de goleo. And I wish I had saved that picture, but it had like the top 10 strikers, and there was like five Mexicans there, all seleccionados, or, you know, competing for for that. And you don't really see that anymore. You'll see like one or two players there, but but before these these guys would be competing to win the goal scoring title, you know, and and you just we haven't had that in a long time. That's the most sought after for the teams is like attacking players, and there's just not that many Mexicans, you know, that fit that role, and and so where we are, we are seeing. Of course, with Chivas, they have such a hard time trying to get players because there's not that many. And it was bound to happen at the Selección where it's like some of your main dudes got injured or they dropped in form or they just got old. And then you go back to the well and it's it's kind of, it's empty. There's <laughs> there's nothing there. Yeah, Rogelio Funes Mori, technically Mexican, is uh, sort of leading the goal-scoring Table He's right bad. now. <laughs> uh, he has three, right? Uh, he has two. So, like, uh, Lucas Gabriel has three, but he's from Argentina. And there's quite a few players with two. 
uh, and Funes Mori is one of them, and uh, Santi Jimenez is, is another. Wait, Santi Jimenez was born in Mexico, right? No. No. No, oh, man, I thought he, he was. No, he was born in Argentina, but came over really young with, you know, with his dad. And so he's pretty much grown up here his whole life, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's, I imagine he has the nationality. If he's, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's already played that. for the national team. Yeah. He's already scored for the national team. So. Man, do you even count him? He's got, a, he's got a bigger nopal as you do on your forehead, man. <laughs> but there is a, there is a, a need for strikers right now, and it's just not happening. Well, um, well think, think about this, Jaime. It, it, it's, you have one, one team that obligates itself to play with, with uh, Mexican players, right? So that means that's the one team who's really obligated to produce strikers that are Mexican, right? And whatever it is in the Fuerzas Básicas between, between that second division and, 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 you know, the big leagues, something doesn't translate, right? And then you have the other, the other teams that are just bringing in uh, foreign players or, or they also aren't developing players that, 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 could, that could score that are Mexican. So what's, what's, the, what's the outcome? Yeah. You're looking at it. The outcome is Chios is about to do something I don't think they've ever done before. And uh, I, I, wanna, I really want to know you guys' take on this. Uh, Santiago Ormeño, he was uh, a player that played for Puebla. And at one point was rumored with Chivas um, and the Mexican national team. In the end, uh, he decided to suit up for the Peruvian national team. He's already played for them. And now there's an interesting story developing that uh, Chivas are so desperate for a striker that they're willing to uh, negotiate with with Grupo Pachuca because he's at León now. And they're willing to sign him in exchange for uh, Trophies Lopez going the other way. And I don't know. Would this be the first time that we that we do something like that? Well, something like that would be have a Mexican that place For another national team. For another national Because he was born in Mexico City. And well, so we, did, we, we did have that, didn't we? No, not, the, at the, with, not at the with, men's side. No. With, with Nurse, played for Panama. No, he never played for Chivas. Oh, good point. Never mind. But and he was, he was born in Mexico, I think. Yep. And uh, and then he they call him like late. I don't I don't know how old he was. They needed like a warm body like on the field. <laughs> no, I think just because you know they they could use him as a talent, but so. Chivas used to be, the team used to be, well, first, Club Union, who probably doesn't count because it was Club Union, and then they went into, and then that Club Union was foreigners, right? The, the foreigners that work in the factory where the club was founded, and then they became Chivas with the Hermanos Orozco, the ones that took over the club, and so... Going from there, that's when they were like, it was just Jalisco players. Was it that's just was, was it just like Guadalajara players or just or just Jalisco? Jalisco. Jalisco. Oh wow! Yeah, it was Jalisco players. 
And because you know, and we, you go back then, it was Puebla was very regional, you know. Yeah. And it's in the travel too. It's not like what it is now. So they weren't really going to get players um, coming down or or finding where it just wasn't as as easy. But that was their thing. And then as football started becoming more professional, all these teams started bringing in players from South America. So in order to compete, they were like, okay, we're opening up now. All Mexicans can play. And then, um, what was it during the Vergara years? Because it used to be born in Mex. Now it was under the constitution. It, you don't have to be born in Mex to be Mexican, right? They sort of like found that loophole. So they started bringing in pochos, you know, born in the U.S., but at least one of your parents is Mexican and that's all you needed. But I, I do think in a way it kind of broke away with, with tradition in the sense that the player was no longer from Mexico. Born in Mexico, um, but... Yeah, born in Mexico. But yeah. I mean, that's... that's And then... Um, and I do think now what they're doing, if you're born in Mexico of Mexican descent, allowing that if you're playing for another national team, and I think it's like it's going to be a necessity because the lack of players, the lack of Mexican players in Mexico, and they're, they're expect, I know they're expecting a boom of pochos here in the U.S. Because there's more and more, like, you know, you, you hear more and more of these players coming up and a lot of them, which, like, they could play for different national teams because, well, you know, their parents, their parents. Uh, that That's my issue with this is because from from what I remember, any time that, you know, Chivas were considering bringing in a player that was Mexican-American or American-Mexican, they forced that player to reject call-ups from the United States. That yes. was That was part of the deal. And at, and at any point they decided to choose USA over Mexico, they were no longer eligible to play for Chivas. So yes. why is why are we making an exception for Ormeño, who's not even like a great player? It's like, not for him. That's the thing, Jaime. It's not for him. What do you it's mean? The club, it's the club acknowledging that they're not going to get that many players if, if they have that strict rules. So if they were like to ultimately say, okay, you could play for another national team as long as you have that link, then it's all good. So then we probably will see, like, maybe a player that's playing for, like, the U.S. and, and But, but you know, his parents are Mexican. My, my issue with this is, like, I would understand if we were bending over backwards or looking for a loophole for the Zignacs of the world, you know, or, like, you know what I mean? Like a like a player that got national citizenship, but they were born in a different country. Like I would understand if it was like a good, you know, a big name. But we're talking about a guy who's like maybe an upgrade from Saldivar. And that's that's a maybe. It's like it's not even worth pursuing this. It's not even worth breaking tradition for this dude. Like I'd rather just give the opportunity to someone from Tapatio. Like where's Chevy Martinez? Where's like I'd rather have Chivas just say, you know what? It's not even worth like this controversy. Like, fuck that. That's the way I feel about it. I think they're kind of backed into a corner though, right now, right? Uh, and 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 I do agree with you also that that they should give some of these younger players 
a chance to come up and 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 give it a shot. What the hell else do we have to lose? We're not scoring with what we have. But I think it comes down to the demand of the fan, right? You need to bring us somebody. You need to bring us somebody. And that's always the case. The problem is Chivas doesn't have money, and they're not developing well. So they get backed into the corner, and they have to pull crap like this. Yeah. And I think that's that that's that's sort of the 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 conundrum for them, man. They are just they're they're in a in a bad situation right now, and there and, and there's no, at least I don't foresee anything uh, that's going to get them out of this funk uh, financially or or with whatever the directivos want, right? About bringing the the young young guys up and letting them crash or burn. Ideally, right now would be the right time to do something like that because guess what? We don't have the sensor. Yeah, exactly. Why the hell not? Right Throw now, them out there. I don't like. They can get creative about it. They can just have like open, open training camps. Like, hey, fucking try out for Chivas. We're desperate right now. Like, <laughs> I would be setting up those camps all over Mexico and also like in the United States. Like. Just see what what's out there. You know what I mean? Like, just have an open trial. Like, maybe there's a diamond in the rough. You know, Carlos Salcido was washing cars, man. Like, <laughs> I'm right. just thinking right now we'll offer a case of beer to Pichichi and he'll come on and play. You know, <laughs> at, least, at least thirty minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy. Uh, all I know is it's it's interesting. It's an interesting story. The funniest part about all of this is that this entire situation between Ormeño coming to Chivas, maybe breaking the tradition or whatnot, it's all coming down to Chofis, who's refusing to go to Pachuca. So if he doesn't agree for the transfer, then this won't go through. And I think that's a very, very interesting situation there. Um, and we'll see. You know, he, he might end up being our savior. Oh, Wait, really, really quick. <laughs> Technically, they're not breaking tradition. Yeah, but they never said anything about playing for. It just said born in Mex. The when they did the whole don't play for another. That was under Vergara. I you see. Know, that's under, and he probably did it because of that controversy. That you know, it did create controversy at first because they tried to be sneaky about it. They never really announced it. And then they said, oh, we have a change in the rules now. Uh, because they did get found out about, like, this guy was actually born in uh, San Jose or somewhere over there. I forget the name. We had um, Gringo, Gringo Padilla. We had, obviously, Conejo Brizuela. Um, Miguel Ponce was born in Sacramento. So, yeah, we've we've had a few bochos. Hey, if if things stay the way they are with with the Mexican league, and with with all the foreigners and and teams not producing that much talent because they don't have to, I do feel that eventually it will be naturalizados. I mean, it's either that or just become a bottom of the table team. Hey, who who was that player that played for Chivas USA with the curly hair, and then he ended up coming to Chivas? What was his name? The curly hair? Yeah, he was like a prospect from Chivas USA. And then I remember like... Oh, no, he w- he was... I know who you're talking about. Ponchito um, something? Ponchito. Or... He, he came... 
Chivas sent a lot of players to Chivas USA. And he was one of the standouts. And he had some good seasons, and then oh, they found brought him. him back. Francisco Mendoza. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. He was actually pretty good. He was, he was like kind of like their franchise player. Well, it was embarrassing. No, it was the gringos because it's embarrassing because um, so they you know Vergara buys a team, they set up shop, and then uh, I know Pichichi would love this, and even Juwan. They have two Dutch coaches pretty much build the team, right? Uh, Hans Westerhoff, they let him take some of the Mexicans. I don't know if he was allowed to choose the ones he wanted. Um, and then Thomas Rongen, who who had been a youth coach for the U.S., uh, and he brought in, you know, he recruited some of the some of the youngsters, and it was the the U.S. players that all became seleccionados. Uh, Brad Cousin, uh the dude that played for Tigres. Uh, he was half Mexican. I forget his name. Who's that remember. guy that ended up going to Europe? A bunch of those dudes ended up going to Europe. He was like a striker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they had like four or five again. They were, uh, and all of those guys did good. And then uh, the Mexicans that they sent were just dots, dude. The, the youth sucked. And now the older players, like, Ramon Ramirez was playing on one leg. It was sad seeing him. If, <laughs> if you saw the last fights of Chavez, it was similar to that, dude. <laughs> You're like, what, what happened to Chavez? Dude? He's getting beat by some random no one, nobody. Um, <laughs> he's like, what, what happened to his Gancho Aligado? Uh, and it was, it was hard <laughs> to see, man. Pulpo Zuniga, dude. Pulpo Zuniga, first game. Very first game, right? Their very first game. And there's like a shot on goal, like, I don't know if it was like 10 minutes in or something. And uh, this dude dives, and that's it. He never got up. <laughs> <laughs> they take him out on the stretcher. And I, I guess this guy did it right. He went to Chios USA? Like, yes, he did. Oh, my God. That was my boy. I. I I remember seeing him at a Clásico and he stopped like five penalties, you know. He was like the Wate goalkeeper, man. He was just on it that day. And uh, I sat at the Coliseum. And, and uh, but he, I guess, you know, he did it right, the collecting the paycheck thing. <laughs> he said probably it, faked it. <laughs> after, <laughs> after four games, he, he f- suffered a career-ending in, career injury. Well, it was four games. I could have sworn it was one. I'm I'm staying with my story, Jaime. <laughs> <laughs> my mind what? plays tricks on me, but I do remember being at that game where he 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 never got up and they took uh, him out on the stretcher and I, I never saw him again and that's Kusan got the got the big uh, wow. he got the break and he ended up becoming a seleccionado. I remember man, there's just like bad memories of like Chivas in, in the United <laughs> States. Like the was it the super Superliga? And it, it was against Atlante, and, and we lost Michel for the entire season because he got injured. And then we, um, and after we, we won the first two group games, and then for some reason, like that game against Atlante, and like Michel got injured, and then we got eliminated in the group stage. It was, it was the craziest turn of events. And then that was the season that we loaned out Talavera, and so we didn't have any goalkeeper, bro. It was like, it was a nightmare. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't agree with with like bending the rules or breaking the rules or finding loopholes for Ormeno. Like he's he's not the guy. He's just not the guy. Uh, and again, for those on Twitter Spaces, like feel free to speak up, put a request in. We're also on YouTube chat right now, so if you can, if you want to type in your questions or comments, let us know. Um, as far as like the second jornada of the season, since we're on the topic of Chivas, they're on, they're the only team left that has not scored a goal yet to start the season. It was a tough, tough loss against San Luis at home, one zero, and uh, these are games that we should be winning. So. How much is left in Dick Chain? Uh, Dick Chain's uh, running out of links, man. <laughs> I think. I don't know, man. I, I bet you they give if he if he loses two games, two two more games or something like that. I bet you they 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 give him the hook. It's the usual short short leash on the Mexican coach thing. So. <laughs> I think I think uh, they would have to already be looking for someone or have someone waiting, um, and I don't know if that's happening. And that's the other thing that the media is tying it to Pelias. I don't know how much of this was his call, because from what we've heard, there's a consejo. You know, it's the some of the Vergara, the Vergara clan there, the, the sisters and the husbands and the neighbors. I don't know who's, I don't know who's there making shots. You know, we, we, I mean, not shots, who's making calls. Um, Chivas is just hard to tell, man, but you will be booting that guy too at this point. Um, you know, it'd be interesting if, if they didn't. The only way I, I would see not doing it is if they did bring in like some uh, big name coach or some popular coach, so I don't I don't know, man. It's Chivas is like it's like the magic eight ball. You don't know, like just shake it and uh, el que dice. I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hard to know what's going on at that club because it's it's too many people, you know, pulling. It's like a three way tug of war. You, we haven't we haven't gotten a replacement coach since Vucetic. Like the both two that have taken over have been caretakers. So, like, what's going on with Pelaz? Like, what is he doing? What like how well, even Vucetic? Did you mention it? Pelaz didn't sack him. You know, so that's that's part of the whole thing. Where it's like, wait, what do you mean he didn't sack him? It was in his call. Vuc- that was the whole thing with. Um, it was um, Leano because he was in cahoots with with um, Amaudi. They were like supposedly their boys, and he's like, "Hey man, just let me let me handle this," and he let him. He, he That's right. Him. He was going to win all those championships in the World <laughs> Cup, right? And, dude, I know he had like a mountain of coke <laughs> like, before that interview. He just sniffed some, and he was like super hyper, dude, and he's like. I'm winning everything in Liga MX. I'm winning the La Liga. I'm winning the EPL. I'm winning, <laughs> winning the champions. If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> what are you talking about? Remember that day you told me? Oh, I was high. <laughs> I was high when I told you that, Bobby. 
<laughs> that don't even make sense. <laughs> I honestly think you you the, the the blame you can give Pelais is if if you have no power, nothing going on, man, get get out of there. I agree with you. I, I do agree with you that because he stayed and 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 in some of the some of the talk some of the football talk like like uh Picante and some of the shows, they were even saying like, dude, why are you staying? You know, it's like low key they were like sending the message to him like just book okay. it, dude. You're gonna have some picking. dignity, man. Yeah, and my best guess is that he kind of has the doors closed to to some of these places, to some of the other clubs. Like 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 I don't think he he was needed at America, no Cruz Azul, the big two Monterrey clubs, they got their own. So it's like he has nowhere to go really. Like it's just Chivas, and then after that, some you know like a Juarez or something, and he's probably like, I don't, I don't want to be here, you know? You know? You don't go from first class to riding back in a coach. Or he's, he's riding the, Honestly, the private jets. You don't go from private jets to now. I think he's – this is the best opportunity of his life. Like, after this, it's going to be a downgrade. So he's just, he's just going to ride this out until he gets fired. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I do think that's that's what he's gonna do. It's like that show, um, Sunderland Till I Die. Like the whole time, the the guy, he was just basically like getting massages and just spending the club's <laughs> money, like driving in a hella nice car, and he was just like, "This is as good as it gets. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go yeah. for it." Ride yeah. the gravy train. <laughs> but but I do think I do think that he's not like taking a, just taking advantage, if you wanna call it that. I do think he's putting in work. I do think he's been working with with like he's been like pushing hard to promote to promote players from the youth into the first team. And that's something that he's like sort of like expected from from the coaches there and that's even he talked about how Wuse would go to the to other youth games to observe the players, and you could see the numbers of players that are are getting playing time or are getting debuted. You know, sometimes it's not the players we want, or or some of them, but you know, overall, it's pretty good numbers of 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 um, of players that are getting promoted. So. Um... What I don't understand is like, all right, the team doesn't have money. Okay, I get that. You have a player like Carlos Salcedo available. He got his contract canceled mutually by Toronto FC. And as of today, he's a FC Juarez player. What's up with that? <laughs> Was that Tigres guy, remember? The, the guy that used to be, I don't know if he was a president or if he was, he was high up there with... I don't know if it's Tigres, it's this Grupo Sinergia or something. Do you know? You guys know the name? No, he he was a he was a Tigres guy. Yeah, but that's the that's the, the group that was that, Tuka, that was Tuca's buddy, wasn't it? Yeah, that's why Tuca went. He took him. He took Tuca. And so someone like that, they have connections, they have money. So I'm not surprised. I don't know 
how long he's gonna try to like make Juarez happen. You know, who knows? It just like it, it pissed it me could. off because, like, look, you have like <laughs> these are free transfers. You have you could have had Talavera back. You could have had Salcedo back. Those would have been major, major improvements to our defense. And it's just like they're available. There's no transfer fee involved. Why won't he, why won't he even you make an effort? We're over but here. Do ch- we know why? Do we know he left Toronto? Was it like? I don't do you have know. an injury or something yeah. like that? No. Probably, probably his attitude again. Ah. Uh, well, yeah, there you he, go, man. He moves that's a lot. It, you can't have someone like that at Chivas, dude. Uh, that's like the Fred House Club. That's just me guessing, though. I don't have any facts on that. But yeah, it's just Santello speculation. Has, that's, that's just speculation of mine because he's got a history of being just... Yeah. And then what happens... Well, it's true. It's true because uh, it, it, that was pretty much with Wolfo. <laughs> he, he, he very talented, and towards the end of his career, no no big club wanted him. He he I mean he had a great season at at uh, Jaguares, and ended up going to the World Cup. But then after that, it was like indoor soccer. Like, you know, yeah, like indoor soccer. Yeah, you know, he was in Chivas USA. Music rap like, videos. <laughs> There's a Chivas rap video, and he's like the main guy. And he's hey, like, don't, for, don't forget, he was the secret weapon against Argentina he back was. in, in 2010. <laughs> he was like Stanley when Michael Scott had like picked him for basketball. He's like, that's my secret weapon. <laughs> and then, Joel's like, <laughs> then he sees him, t- he sees him drill the ball. He's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> one claims that there's a play where. He got him free in the box, and the player would have passed it to Wolfo. It would have worked, but uh, I don't remember much of that game. Juwan's not here. He would have remembered. Pretty, remember that play. Pretty sure the referee ran more than he did. I think that was, like, like actually <laughs> official. Uh, but, Dewey, what have they told him? Like, just, just stand there, you know? <laughs> so, so, so just to let you guys know, uh, according to Google uh, – What's his name? Uh, Salcedo left Toronto because of a family issue. Again? Apparently. He keeps having family drama, man. Yeah. Like, when he yeah. when he was... Uh, was he in Germany or something? I forgot where he Italy, was. Italy. Or, like, Florence or something. He had to, like, leave because of a family thing. You know what? I think he's just traumatized because, you know, Rodaldino was clapping his sister's cheeks. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> must be hard must be hard to, to know that's going on in your life um big news with grupo pachuca they have acquired real oviedo they're in the second division of spain no they actually bought the real oviedo yeah who was it that was? There's always been rumors of Mexican people uh, buying that team. No. Um. Maybe Carlos Slim. No. It might have. It, Car- I thought I heard Carlos Slim was going to buy a. Yeah. Spanish. Maybe it's Oviedo. Grupo Orlegi bought a team as well. That's what it was. Sporting, was Orlegi, I think. Uh, Sporting. Gijon. Gijon. Sporting. Gijon. Yeah. Gijon. yeah. But I thought I thought Oviedo Oviedo was the uh, one of the teams rumored of them buying. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, was that where uh, what's his name played? 
Um, Davila? No. Ulises Davila? Maybe not. I don't know. He played in a few. Here's my hot take. Here's my hot take with, with Grupo Legi. I think uh, he has the resources to get the team promoted to to La Liga because his team is in second division. Mm. And then um, they could probably become like a mid-table team, you know. But I think he would eventually try to push to have La Liga going to a Liguilla system. I doubt that's ever going to happen. Well, here's the thing. Isn't Bundesliga going to do that? <laughs> they've, they've, it... They're exploring the, the option. but well, And if they do, I think that would impulse it. <clears throat> Ain't no way because... some Indios are going to influence La Liga. That's well, that's what... why. If you have the Germans doing it, <laughs> they're more likely to follow suit. But eventually, it's like La Liga's been losing some of its luster. They they don't have some of the more named players after, you know, years having pretty much all of the top players were, were there. They had you know, a like nice it, run. Yeah. It's, it's definitely lost its prestige, especially the way Barcelona's been handling everything and Ronaldo leaving. And But Madrid? Madrid's still, you know. I know, but for the other clubs... The oh. prospect of like being able to win a league oh, title. Oh, yeah. not happening. And, and so if you, no, no, but but the prospect for them, because let's say you're the president of Osasuna, why wouldn't you want a liguilla, right? That would that would improve your chances by fifty percent overnight of you yeah. could win a title, which stuff like that just brings money. But for I the mean- city. It brings money for the city, for the club. But that's what so, the the Copa del Rey is for. I mean, we already saw yeah, Bet- Betis won it. Betis won it. I mean, yeah, it's not the same though. It's not the same as like league champion. You know, it's it's it just doesn't carry the same weight. But like you know, small clubs they they take that <laughs> tournament very serious because they know it's their only. Oh yeah, that's the only. But but I'm saying if if they could. If they have that same shot, but in the league, I do think eventually there can be a push to change that. Could be. I doubt that's going to happen from a Sporting Gijon or a Oviedo, but we'll see. You had a fat Ronaldo. He he uh, owns uh, <laughs> Valladolid. He, oh. Real Valladolid. Yep. That's what Cuauhtémoc played. And I think they just got uh, promoted back to the first division, so. So that means he's going to eat better. <laughs> he could, he could put himself like that kid from, that fat kid that his dad owned the club. Oh, yeah, the Chinese, the Chinese guy? <laughs> Hella funny. I would watch, though. I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> On DAZN, they I had DAZN. When every time there's a Canelo fight, you gotta have that it's a stupid subscription. But they had a they had a TV show with like him and Valladolid, and you know he took over the club, and everyone's excited, and then they get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the curse of like getting filmed, you know? Like you know, Chivas got their own show, like Sunderland got their own show, like it's just like 
they just end up filming like a disaster. So uh, I'm glad that they were able to get back up in the first division. But yeah, we'll see what happens with with that. I mean, you would think that that might open the doors for for more Mexican players to to go to go to Spain and get no no. <laughs> If they're South American players, man, the ones that are already getting, uh, they'll probably filter them through, through mm. Mex. I, I, I do like Grupo Pachuca. If you have maybe one or two that are really good, you know, they might send them. But it's it's kind of a tough call because then it's like, are you going to turn your, your Liga MX team into a farm club? They already are a farm club. And... and <laughs> Yeah, but farm clubs don't are not as successful as Pachuca has been as Leon like Pachuca's or Santos. Pachuca's got the best like, academy in in the in in Mexico, and they've actually had a obviously a very good track record with you know Chucky and Eric Gutierrez. Yeah. Obviously, Pizarro didn't didn't pan out, but for the most part, you know Pachuca's they're proud of the fact that they've been able to develop some some big names. I I do think though that they're gonna. They'll send more of like the South American talent they bring. You have some Mexicans, but the majority are going to be like the Quinones and whatnot. So with uh, Orbelin deciding not to return to Mexico, uh, what's the latest rumor? He's going to uh, Greece. To Greece, yeah. Is he dr- little- with Mati? What's that? With Mati. No, I said, where, where did Mati end up? A.E.K. Oh. Then, yes. So then, yes, Mati. Wow. <laughs> well, did, he, he, did, he play, did he play for him? Yeah. They yeah, won, he did. They he won, won, they won a title, oh, bro. There you go. There you go, man. Ah, okay, okay. He's going to go to Greece. Damn, helping. You're telling me Greece is – he'd rather go to Greece – then go and and uh, win a championship with Chivas. Okay. Mati helping like the homeless first trophy. <laughs> Nahor Belin, he, he truly is the shepherd. Uh, have, you, have you have you seen some of those Greek women? <laughs> oh man, I haven't. I, I haven't, haven't. But well, so you're gonna have to show us pictures. <laughs> so uh, all I know is have... uh, I'm a big Demis Russo's fan. Shout out to him. <laughs> the The other rumor I saw while I was flipping around, I take it for what it is, right? And don't get too excited, but that Giovanni Dos Santos was maybe going to sign with Mazatlan. Oh. Mazapan? Yes, sir. Mazatlan is like, that's, we, we agreed yesterday, or not yesterday, the previous part, they're like the, the alternate universe Chivas team. <laughs> Because they have all these former Chiva players. Dude, that is like literally like rock bottom. Like rock bottom is Mazatlan or like Juarez. Like those, those are your, Chivas USA. Those are the those are the last chance yeah. before you you start your your travels through Central America. I'm surprised he's getting a chance, man. That guy burned bridges. Yeah, well, he's he's still a massive talent. So who knows, man? If he has that fire, you know. He's like, what else do I do? And he's been doing that since he was like 10 years old. He was like, probably bored at his brother's restaurant. Just 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what happened there. It'll be. I don't think he's been interviewed, has he, since he left? I haven't like, seen like, anything with him. You know, like, what's going on, dude? Like, what? Like, what happened, dude? It's one, the, it's, it's one of those things where he got he got famous too early and and uh, oh shit the party lifestyle man I just realized Fabian's there, Bruh, Hey, that's gonna oh. be <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna greet him with kawamas, man. <laughs> that's like a rehab. Oh <laughs> man, bro, this is what they need to do. They need oh, to man. they need to get Gio, Fabian, and Guli Peña. They need to. <laughs> oh, that that's a losing battle with with Gulit, man. Pay them in Kawamas. Damn. Uh, is Neddy available right now for for? Nah, he's <laughs> Neddy retired. He's, he's fishing. He's in Greece too. He's he is fishing. Yeah. God, so man, what a talent, man. Neddy, that's a shame. But Neddy, with Neddy, we do know what happened. Yeah. With Gio, not so much. Yeah. He just got in the party lifestyle. That's pretty much it, man. He hasn't been the same since uh, Boyo. Since Boyo. <laughs> but it took a chunk of his flesh. But I feel like that's like something else there. Because, like, yeah, you could be a party dude. And then, but still playing and just, like, very inconsistent. But he seems to have, like, just given up. You know, like completely given up. Cause he, when he came to the galaxy for like half a season, that guy was on fire, man. He was just unstoppable. Well, him and every his... game was like yeah. a goal and assist to two goals. He was like, he was just, and I, and I was like, damn. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he just disappeared. He was and doing well at Villarreal, you know. And then him and his brother, and yeah. I don't know, man. He saw something, dude. Abducted or something. Something happened, man. This guy just... I, I agree that he parties a lot, but I think he's been partying since he was, like, 18. <laughs> <laughs> I do he... think... Uh, what happened? I said he peaked early, maybe, too. That's that's the thing. Some some players do peak early. I True, but this guy's talent has always been, like, you know he's 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 always been very talented. He he had like like he was able to pull off these like you know fantastic moves. So yeah, I mean yeah, he peaked. But even if he were to have peaked, the level he had been at would have been enough for him to stay relevant in Liga MX. Yeah, because so like, you know like if Saldivar is playing. Like, uh, Gio had a half a gas tank. Should have been better than him, but he just sort of like, like, you know. Jaime, there's another guy Chivas could have got on a free transfer. like if you go to ML, uh, MLS I'll take you to the World Cup but if you go oh. if you go to 
Liam Mekis is not guaranteed. That's what Tita said. Yeah, Tita's telling him to go to MLS. Unless he feels he could keep him in check and he goes to Max, he might. I don't know. Unless MLS slipped him a, one of those envelopes. <laughs> We have Ricardo on the YouTube chat. Las Chivas Peoranas de Guadalajara, Lima. <laughs> no, he's, he's from the FA. He, he, he says, I'm so glad there. Chivas have left its hateful ways in the past. <laughs> it was a little quiet without Ricardo, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Looks like he just uh, signed off for the night, but uh, appreciate you, Ricardo, for hopping on the YouTube chat. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. Uh, Toluca on top right now. Six points out of six possible. Puebla right behind them. And Pachuca. Wow. Juarez in fourth. This is, a, this is the darkest hey, we timeline. About, we did talk about Toluca, though, so not too surprised there because this is Nacho's. Nacho. You know? Yeah, this yeah. is now Nacho's, Nacho's team, right? Yes. They got some major reinforcements. Reinforcements. Yeah, and that's what I like. That's one thing I've liked about Toluca Directiva, where they they never, you know, they never seem to be like like with their decisions. Like like they're not they're not like known to just sack you four games in and then you know throw the towel and reset and just rage quit and start over. They've always <laughs> been kind of methodical with how they go about it. Let's see. Man, I'm just gonna call this website out, elfuboleto.us. Man, you guys need a yeah, y'all trash. It is trash, <laughs> and you know what? I don't know how they they keep popping up. I don't know if they're paying for advertisements. They're like but, uh, the signing of Santiago Ormeño by Chivas is beginning to open up the world of possibilities in terms of foreign reinforcements, and they're talking about um, local Abreu's kid now. I hope they enjoy it, man. That 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 thing's hot garbage, man. It's like they put, it's like they put two paragraphs together and think they and think they gave us a good thought, man. No, in a lot of their stories, they're just because they're in English. I don't know if you guys have seen it in like all the footballer I've got in our, and they're basically really poorly rewritten um, from a Spanish. Is it know, like Google like, Translate? Is that what that is? That must be it, man. Is. Because yeah, I agree, Hoel. It, it <laughs> must. It, it must be that because the, uh, the if they are translating man, translating it, man. Sometimes those sentences are are it's like when Forrest Gump took off for a run, man. It's a run on sentence. <laughs> it's man. like the, the the Chivas in English Twitter up the Chivas. <laughs> yeah, it's like this guy is probably instead of using his money to hire staff, he just spent it to to buy Google. It's like you could pay to have your stuff. SC, it's called SEO. And yeah, yeah I, I keep seeing it and then I clicked on some of the links and it's trash. And a lot of those are like, they're basically articles from other sites where they're like, according to record, <clears throat> you know, this, this and that. So they just, they just took, they just take the stories from other sites and then translate them. I do. I, I, I kid you not. I think they even 
translated this dude's name. Hugo Alberto Walls Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo Alberto Paredes, yo creo. <laughs> and his, he's a SEO journal, SEO. So yeah, this is definitely. Yeah, Thank you, zero fault, bro. Man. He just, he just hits Dan, dude. Solid clickbait. Oh my god! <laughs> not time to edit. Just you know, it's funny. Like, dude, I told you to translate the article, not my name. It's <laughs> probably one guy. Dude. It's hilarious, bro. He just that's hilarious. The web for stories, and then you know what? He'll probably be translating. It's like uh. It's like that that scene out of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You you must be one of the worst pirates we've heard of. Like, but you have heard of me. <laughs> there's a there's a there's another, uh, and I don't know if it's a YouTube channel or Twitter. I think it's was it Jóvenes Mexicanos or something like that. Oh God, that stuff is like straight clickbait, man. If you ever see that stuff on YouTube, you'll see something that says Tres Mexicanos Europa. Europa, right? And then you click on it, and it's all about rumors about Mexicans to Europa. So it's it's all clickbait. Like I I, I get it, dude. If dude dude wants to fanboy out about all every single young Mexican player, that's cool, man. Right? You get a... I'm glad I'm, I'm glad somebody's keeping up with it. But every damn, enough with the clickbait. Every, and every time a player like from Europe goes back to like. You know MLS or you or here they he like they have a meltdown on Twitter. I'm like, dude, it's not that serious. But, you know that's something I noticed with a lot of like a lot of the news sites with social media because social media changed the game where anyone can be anyone can do it now. You just have to do it. So you can go you... on you can go on Reddit, start posting like threads about rumors, and because of Reddit's like SEO, like you can. Those can turn into like it's kind of like big soccer back in the day, man. People would create those threads on bigsoccer.com, and that's where all the rumors were, and that's where all the journalists would get their shit from. <laughs> Damn, bro, you just oh, ripping what's them. What's going on over there, man? Go <laughs> ahead, you all right over there, man? This Wait, this segment sorry, is sponsored by Vitamina P2. No, I dropped my uh, my charger went off and then I, I'm trying to plug it and then my microphone fell off. Okay, is it good now? Yeah, yeah it's all good. No, you know what? There was a I think it's a difference because Big Soccer was or is a forum, and the forums were popular back in the nineties. And it was like you write something and it would stay there. Uh, well, kind of similar to like Reddit, but this this was way before that. But I think so back then because there wasn't that many like football for football. There wasn't that many, so um, a lot of journalists and a lot of people got there. Um, so it was like a place where you could meet, like, and you could even talk to, like, I got to talk to Landon Donovan's dad. Did so you punch we, him in the we, face? Nah, we made a bed. <laughs> I made a bed with him, but. Did he pay him? No, it was, 
It was like zero zero. So, just be like, hey, I so, bet you your son one day will play in Mexico. <laughs> no, he was cool, but that's the thing that the, the place had. So, like for example, um, there was a dude that worked as a um, like a courier in New York. He just took, uh, he just took stuff, you know send this package to offices and whatnot. And, or I don't know if it was, if it was packages or food, you know, this was like before Uber Eats. But this dude happens to go into an office. I think it was for Nike. And they had all the selection of the Nike national team jerseys. And he, he snapped a picture. He snapped a picture of that. And, uh, that's where the leak came from. And this dude, he's like, he didn't even know because he wasn't like big into football. And he just, he put it on the forum. He's like, check out, I, I saw this from the Nike. And then some people were like, holy shit, that's, those are legit. Damn. But like, those is the legit. And that's, so that's some of the stuff that you could have back then. Um, so like, we had um, some dude like they would lived in Mex and there was games that they wouldn't get televised and he was able to like get us like the info on them. So that's, that was like, you know, back then if you needed the huge parabolica, you know, <laughs> to see oh, the yeah. game, like it's not like now in, in the small dish and man, we're going far, far back there, uh, Codazo. Before the Stake Americas and the TUDNs and all of that. <laughs> so you needed to have the channel. So that's why it was like good source of info. But then once social media took off, then those places just died out. Social media and then uh, the, the fall of journalism too, man. That that's that's the other part of it. Yeah. But yeah. And uh yeah. I don't know if, if if those fools at the those 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 places that we mentioned uh, by some I guess by accident ran into our podcast here <laughs> and, we, and we and we get some backlash. Hey, we're here for entertainment, not trying to not pretending to be journalists. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing I've noticed a lot where they all mix in opinion opinion with like with. If if you're doing like an article about something and then you start throwing in your opinions, and you, you if you're being like a journalist, you just have to present the facts. Yep. You don't gotta you don't gotta throw in throw in you know what you think. <laughs> that's, you could do that, but that's like an opinion column. Yeah, I got an opinion. They should give up that opinion column. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of these places blow up, man. I know some of these dudes. When uh, Facebook Facebook first came on the scene, and some of the people that created some of these pages on Facebook, they ended up making a pretty penny because they ended up having like two million followers because there really wasn't that many pages. So people search for something, they would just automatically join your page. And some of these, they just post memes. They don't even post them, you know. <laughs> You know, you're not really going to see articles anymore. Nobody reads them. It's I stopped writing for that reason. I, 
I was able to see how many reads it would have. Sometimes it would be like 50. And, and we're lazy now. We'll, 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 read, we'll just read the headline. <laughs> That's true. I have like 50 reads, but 25 was me when I was editing it and going back. So it's like, it's like, it looked like 50, but it's really 20. Take out like, man, 25 people read this. And I, I worked on it for like three days. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, boy. I, I read your stuff. Don't worry, man. Uh, thank you, Codazo. Uh, I, I noticed like on Facebook, I would do for like Cantina Facebook or other, other Facebook pages I did work for. And it would just be brief, the title and just like, three sentences or four, I'll have thousands of, of like views. Yeah. I was like, all right, this long form is dead, man. It's, yeah. it's just quick, quick satisfaction. Yeah. It. It's quick satisfaction, right? The attention span ain't even there anymore, man. Nope. Just, just give me the main thing and I'm out. Well, boys, we're and at then, the, we're at the hour mark. So do you guys have any uh, hot topics, closing thoughts? I had, well, let me see. Yes, I, I would like us to just look really quick at what's coming up for match week three. Um, so we have America Toluca, which should be a really quick game. And America lost to Monterrey. Mm. Big win for, for Mibuse, who was getting egged on. Um, <laughs> and so, so, I mean, America, and this is the other thing. America is kind of similar to Chivas, where they they uh, they promoted their caretaker. So another defeat, and he's gonna be he's gonna be on the lonely road with Chain, which <laughs> might not be lonely if they're both there. But but do you guys know what I mean? Uh, two two coaches similar predicament, except one is foreigner. Um, but but this should be a really interesting game. Uh, Toluca, of course, visiting America. And then, and that's, that game's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. That is tomorrow, yeah. Okay, hold on, let me. Uh, Atlas Cru Cruz Azul on Saturday. That's Ooh. another, and rematch. Because yep. Cruz Azul beat them for the Supercopa. Yep. Which, I don't know why they played it. Yeah, it makes no because, sense. Uh, I guess they just needed to play it. I mean, Atlas won two back-to-back. -back. They should have just got it automatically. Yeah. There you go. Like when you buy the... The Twinkies, and sometimes there's a three pack. The extra cupcake. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, so wait, oh man, I can't. I'm, I'm in Liga MX. We have uh, Leon. It's just showing me Toluca games. Yeah, we have Puebla Leon uh, on Friday, which another good game. Uh, let's see how Larcamon continues. Both teams right, are uh, undefeated. Yeah, Leon. The Leon was almost going to lose, and they, they pulled a draw against um, Pumas. With Chivas, they are on the road against Santos. Santos have always given us a, a problem. They have been. They have been the, the thorn on Chivas' side, but the Santos, they haven't been... They're the red-headed stepchild now, man. Or Leggy just sort of like pushed them to the, like that swimming pool meme. Yeah. <laughs> They're catching one kid and then he's drowning. <laughs> they just went to Atlas. And no, it's it's like, uh, 
it's like Toy Story. Like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Oh, you gotta take it to the field, Jaime. Atlas is Dang. the new Buzz Lightyear, and Woody's the <laughs> off to the side. Yeah, but I mean, Santos. I don't know, man. They they always been well at like being able to recover. Like they'll have a pretty bad season, and then they they seem to jump back. Um, I don't know what. Do you know what their last two games was like? Uh, Santos have they're one and one. Oh, yeah, they. Yeah, they're one and one. Four goals for, four against. So they lost to Puebla. They beat Rayados. Oh, that's right. They beat them. Where Jose blamed the, the coach. Blamed the coach. Yeah, a lot of penalties. Okay. Oh man, hard for me to call this one. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in the chain. Come on, game. man. We got no striker. Santos are gonna take game. this. <laughs> I, I, but I still believe Jaime. So chain gang. Chain gang till he dies, man. I'm, I'm not abandoning. Well, this would be the, the one game where they're probably going to get scored on, but there's a possibility that they, they might actually be able to score a goal, man, because they've given up just as many as they've scored. So, uh, mm, good. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call a draw on this one. One one. <laughs> one one. We get our first goal of the season. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, no, it's it's gonna be an auto goal. I was about to say that. I was about to say <laughs> we're about to get an own goal. If it happens, man, you're buying me some Mexican food over there. <laughs> yes, sir. We have a uh, Pumas Necaxa. They're actually uh, above, so Necaxa has three points. Pumas have two. They're right next to each other, eleventh and twelfth in the in the table. Uh, Necaxa just acquired Hugo Gonzalez, so they got a new goalie. Um, yeah, I really don't know how to call this one. I really thought Pumas, Pumas was Pumas is in Seudo, so yeah, you could give them that home field advantage. Sunday at ten. Um. San Luis Monterrey, you know, I think a lot of people are sleeping on San Luis. They definitely looked really good against Chivas. Uh, and they have some really good strikers. So, I don't know. I, I feel like they could give Monterrey some trouble. I'm going to guess that that uh, game against Chivas was an anomaly. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if uh, Monterrey picks up some steam after that last win against America. Yeah, and for a lot of teams, beating America has always been, you know, it's like like Atlas when they beat America and then they they go on their, you know, winning run in their first first campeonato. Uh, Tigres should have a pretty straightforward against Tijuana. They're at home. And then Pachuca on Monday against Mazatlan. So. Well, we'll stick with the favorites for those two matches. Yeah. It is a double weekend or double jornada. So immediately after these, these games, um, there will be some, some mid week action. Uh, I might be, I might be there for the Chivas Leon game. It's on a Wednesday. So are you heading down? Are you heading down there? I'll be in Guadalajara. Uh, 
you know, I I might go. We'll see. They're really pissing me off right now. Mayamaruchan, I I want to know if how hot the water is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first yeah. time I saw a picture of the of some lady in the stands selling sopas de vaso, <laughs> and I was like, isn't the, isn't the water supposed to be like scalding hot? He <laughs> <laughs> would hate to be sitting next to some dude like sitting like below him, and they, you know, they they get up to celebrate a call, and they just spill it all on me. Was <laughs> it warm, dude? What, what is it? I, Jaime, you must answer that. I'll I'll and, I'll verify for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh I've been to that stadium once, and they. You know, you buy a beer and it's like a super gulp. It's like two beers in a super gulp and it's like 30 pesos. I'm like, yo, this is a deal right now. Like, <laughs> It's not watered down. Like, what stadium was it? Santos Stadium? They cut the water in the beer. Really? Wow. That's dirty. Yeah, they cut them on someone on the phone, just, just recorded them and they're like, you know, one quart water. I know they, I know they do that, like bars do that with like their liquor. Damn. Yeah, like they'll get like a bottle of like Grey Goose and then they'll water it down. Yeah, and and are they selling those specials like like um, they have a lot of like mixed drinks, well drinks or like happy hour drinks. Yeah, they're all watered down for sure. They don't even need to do that, man. If you know they run out of their uh, Belvedere vodka, they just go to Costco and get. The, the Kirkland yeah. brand and fix it in there, man. Yep. It's true, man. True. I used to buy this one drink at this bar. Now that I think about it, man, they were they were putting a fast one on me. It's like a blue drink, and it has like five different. Oh, it's the AMF. No, it's another one. It's a hurricane. Yeah, I think it's a hurricane. No, yeah, because because you know. There was that, and there was the Adios. Yep. Adios, AMF, yeah. AMF. AMF, yeah. Oh, that's the one you're seeing. I'm, I'm yeah. Explain it to me, hi, man. I'm Adios. It's been a bar, you're still, I don't know. Fun fact, <laughs> um, you can ask for a trash can, and it's an AMF with a Red Bull. Oh, okay. I'm too old for, for that, man. A trash can, I thought it was the... Because I knew, like, in some bars, like, you could ask for the beer that falls on the, like, soil now. That, that where they prepare the drinks, like, the stuff that it kind of falls, like, on the drain. Why, really? Yeah, I, I don't know what that's called, but I would never, that just sounds nasty. <laughs> but, but I would, I would buy that drink and it, they give it to you in a big-ass jug. And I used to think, oh, man, it's going to fuck me up. And sometimes I would end up drinking two. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, I was, I was drinking a lot of watered down shit. But I think, yeah. I'm thinking about it now. I was like, it's Kool Aid with. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Depending on where you went, like they would make them pretty strong. So it's just hit or miss. I did. I did see in one where they made it strong, and it was yeah. like a regular size. Yeah. Because I mean, this one was like a, you know, like a giant, like. Like those giant like mugs, um, 
I saw it one and I was watching the bartender make it. And I, I could see the bottles because sometimes they have unmarked the bottles, like the plastic ones. Yeah. And um, this one he was using, the, and I've seen the bottles. And the girl's like, this is weak as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> no, man, I, I can smell it from here. And she orders a second one. Oh, shit. With a shot. And he's like, hey, give me a shot. Dude, she, she never recovered. They had to take her home after that. <laughs> <laughs> She's just falling all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, there's a place in San Jose called Aki. It's a Tex-Mex restaurant. They're known for their... They've been. They're known for their industrial strength margaritas, and uh, you're only allowed to have two, and they will fuck ah. you up. They will fuck you up. Okay. I have been there, and I have had them, man. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever in San Jose, make sure to get a swirl. They call them a swirl. They call them swirls. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they only give you two. Yep. I had. I had four. And, uh, <laughs> you know, remember. You, you yeah. know, everything was a blur man it's funny because like if you go on their yelp page there's just a bunch of photos of people pass the fuck out (laughs) 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 oh man maybe you're one of those photos bro no man he says no no man uh, but, uh, no, I, I had a friend banned from there because, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, he ended up, he, como me pongo, guy. No, it, <laughs> it's one of those where he had three and it was out of his mind, man, and he still wanted more of them. <laughs> and and then he threw up. <laughs> and they're like, hey, no, don't ever bring this guy back. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, it's been a pleasure. Um, today, actually, yesterday was Hugo Sanchez's birthday, so happy birthday, Hugo Sanchez. Um, someone actually gave him his flowers and said uh, that he holds the most ridiculous, unrepeatable record in Spanish football uh, when he won the Pichichi, scoring all thirty-eight goals with one touch. I don't think that will ever happen again. Yeah, that was insane crazy man but uh excited to see how things shake up you know new new uh new blood in the in the fmf we'll see what happens with with the Guadalajara drama uh where trophies ends up going where Romeno ends up going but uh we will catch you guys very very soon peace